welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Ret podcast. With me, your host, Sean Geek, also known as Sean Rama. That uh, dulcet tones in the background is uh, the song composed by none other than Fast Fred himself, Todd. He uh, composed, put everything together, and God damn it, it's a great song. And it's also the theme song for our show. So what am I doing today? Today we're going to do something a little bit different. I've got um, some major changes uh, going on uh, in my personal life. Nothing, nothing bad. Just changes. It's affecting schedule. How things are going to be done, and um, how I um, kind of plan to do the show from here on out. Um, Todd and I are going to have to do things a little bit differently. We're going to have to change the days that we record on. Um, we still want to do live streams. We still want to get to that. And we're just going to figure out how we're going to do that with the new schedules that we're on. So one thing that came up was we don't really do year-end shows. We don't really do any of that kind of stuff. It's not something we're we're super keen on on doing or getting done it's just not something that um i don't know it's just schedule wise it's just like we're just more interested in getting our shows out there however however i was a little bit inspired by sam thompson yes another sam thompson name drop um but you may also know sam thompson by his new alias which is samuel solara if you don't know that reference, go listen to uh, last week's episode and you will figure that out. Not to be confused with Elliot Moist. All right. So um, what he does, what he did this year, a, a series of episodes, I'm still working my way through them, but he kind of picked his uh, top 20, I guess it works out to albums, uh, albums of the year or songs of the year. I'm not even sure which one it is, but um, I've always wanted to do stuff like that. And every year, when I was a lot more entrenched in, in what was current uh, in the music scene, I would do my top 100 tracks of the year and then my top 100 or my top 10 albums of the year based on my favorite tracks of the year. So, for example, if a band um, had multiple songs in my top 100 of the year uh, from a particular album, then that would raise the album higher in uh, the top 10 albums of the year. Now I used to do that, but I mean, I, I was, I, I knew what was out. I was always current with what was going on, but the way things are now, when you've got a couple of kids, you're, you're running your own show. Um, you're writing a book and whatever other stuff I try to, you know, get up to. It's really, really difficult to, um, to, to be current with what's music what's going on with music. You might find a new album that you like and you might listen to it the heck of a lot, but there's 10 other albums that you missed as a result. And then there's also weeding, going through the weeds and trying to find good albums amongst um, a a pile of music that's just kind of seems not half-ass, but it lacks... Yeah, that's my daughter in the background, if you can hear her. She's playing Mario. Not Mario, Mario. Anyway... 
So I, I can't keep current, but um, one thing I do want to do is I kind of want to take a, a retrospective of the year and, and kind of see what we did because, you know, we, we put out an episode a week um, and there were periods of the year where we were putting out two episodes in a, in a current week. And I thought I would um, kind of go through a, a few of them. Um, but I also will give you our top five of the year so you can go check them out. So we began our year at episode 411. That is where we are right now. Four, that's where we were when we started the year. 411, which seemed like a feat. When we crossed the 400 mark, I was like, damn. Like, how did, how did we get to this point? I didn't think we'd be where we are, which is closing in on 500 which is nuts. I'm just opening up. Um, so we're currently at 473. So, you know, we didn't make it to the end of the year and, and, and make 500, which I thought about doing. But then again, I don't want to rush episodes out if they're not ready. I don't want to half-ass episodes out if I, if I can avoid it, even though that's exactly what I'm doing today. Um, but we went from 411 to 4... Let's see, the last album episode of the year was 471, which, oh my God, what a great episode that was. Um, the numbers, I mean, the numbers are still coming in for this one. It's still getting some spins or some downloads, whatever you kids want to call it. But um, the last episode of the year was 471, titled Get Burton Cummings Off My Turntable This Season. What the heck am I talking about? What the heck are Todd and I going on about? Well, basically, we kind of had a, 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 a run of uh, anti-Anne Murray episodes. And I don't take this the wrong way. I, I, I'm not much for taking shots at people. I have in the, you know, I have. I mean, we all have. We've all, there's all, all of us have things that we don't like. And I don't like Anne Murray, but... The thing to keep in mind is the reason we, you know, I'm not a fan of Anne Marie is because my mom's not a fan of Anne Marie. So, and you know what they say, you should always support your mother. And I do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the newest member of the Juno Hall of Fame, Anne Marie. Thank you. Oh, stop it. It's 25 years. And you know, I look great. Thank you so much to Karis for this prestigious honor. I will uh, wear it proudly. It's, it's the most important Juno I've ever received. But it won't be the last. And uh, I think my mother is a, a far better singer than Anne-Marie ever was. And um, a far better performer than Anne-Marie ever was. My mom wins the crown of best singer out of the East Coast. Just it, That's just the way it is. But the other person that sticks in her car all the time is one Burton Cummings. Um, and, and for a lot of the same reasons, we don't like Anne-Marie. But uh, in terms of one of the reasons we didn't like Anne-Marie was because that's all. She was always played on the radio back home. Always, 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 always played on the radio back home, and it drove me nuts. 
Like, she's not that good. But, you know, we have something here in Canada called CanCon, which is uh, Canadian content must be played. There's a ratio that must be played on the radio per hour, per week, per what. I'm not sure what the what it is exactly. But with Canadian content, hey, well, Anne Murray, we can play her, and she's from the Maritimes, so we're going to play her on Maritime Radio. She fits the CanCon, and you know what? She's actually kind of big globally, so we're just going to play her even more um, than maybe another Canadian artist more deserving. The other person that got played all the time was Burton Cummings. Again, for the same reason. Hey, oh my God, you made it big in the U.S. Um, so we're just going to play uh, any and all of your music, whether it's good or not, and we're going to force people to like you by playing it and playing it and playing it and playing it. And that's why I don't like Burton Cummings. Please welcome a guy who sold over 30 million albums worldwide, Burton Cummings. That's great. Good to have My you My goodness. Here. It's nice to be here. Oh, it's wonderful I've, to have you. I have watched this show since it came on, and I must say, this is the best band on television. <laughs> You ever seen me on the show? You're pretty good, Mike. It's <laughs> a great band. Ah, we had a ball last night, and oh, fabulous, uh, fabulous. I sent sent some stuff over and said this is what we're going to do, and the guys had it all together. And it's uh, I've been doing a one man show for the last four or five years. Right. It was a real pleasure to play with a with a real band last night. So mm -hmm. guys, excellent. Thank excellent. you, Bert. And uh, may I also may I also say it was wonderful seeing you get along with others. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. You mean as is not necessarily my won't? <laughs> On top of meeting him and him being a total douchebag and um, riding on the coattails of others um, when his career was not uh, at a good point. But that's a story for another time. Actually, we've talked about it many times before. <clears throat> but anyway, in this episode, the the the... the Last one, this is great. I mean, we also had a, a long, long uh, chat about Karen, the name Karen. Um, and for some reason, I have to pause this. How is this the eighth one? It's the eighth one, yes. But there's no other All right. My daughter's playing Mario. Cart and she's having a good old time. Um, but we also talked, so we talked about, I, I have an issue with people calling people Karens. Um, we also talked a lot about Ava Max and uh, how similar to ABBA that she is. Uh, if you don't know who Ava Max is, and there's probably a good assumption that our audience might be older and might not know who she is, go check her out. She's actually pretty talented. I mean, it's not my cup of tea exactly, but whatever. So that was the last episode of the year. What was the first episode of the year? Like, what was that? First episode of the year uh, was 411. And it was the royal tone of a blood-spitting axeman. That was our cousin Danny Roy on the show. Um, great episode. It's always fun when he's on. we got to have him on again. Um it was pretty awesome. Uh. I need another bass because all I've got in my kiss tribute is the axe bass, and which is fine, but it's a it piece doesn't of crap. sound. It doesn't sound good though, does it? No, I've replaced all the. I, I replaced everything in there. <laughs> I, I figured you must have. I can't there. see that being a good sounding bass. No, but with an EMG in it, 
you know, you're pushing an active signal. So that going to a, to a, you know, a direct line is fine, but it's, it's a piece of crap and playing all night. There's like no sustain. So you're constantly like hammering into it to get, I find to get tone anyway. And where the point comes out, it sticks into my thigh when I'm playing. So if I'm not cautious, I'll the next day after a show, I'll uh, then that all my legs bruised all in the inside, all the inside of my thigh from the axe point. Anyway, but the biggest thing why I need another base is because after I do the blood spinning, well now I'm covered in this sticky fake blood everywhere. So for the rest of the show, even my tech tries to wash it all off as much as you can in between whatever I have, drum solo, whatever it is. It still sucks. It's all so I want to be able to just grab something else. We talked about Arnold Schwarzenegger a lot in that episode, and then we just went into full gearhead mode. Um, we talked about his, his home studios and recording and recording through the pandemic. We talked about Chris Jericho's quarantine band. And a whole bunch of stuff like that. It's always a pleasure to have this gentleman on our show. It is. Now, besides that, um, our second episode of the year of two twenty twenty three was also it was another Burton Cummings episode. Just to go, just just to show that there's circular references to everything. <clears throat> and uh, I also did the, some artwork where I merged a picture of Gene Simmons with Burton Cummings. Um, go check that out. It's pretty awesome. Uh, it was part, and that was basically part two of our interview with uh, Danny Roy. We talked about um, Brenda's record, record collection. Oh, anyway, it was, it was a great freaking episode. It was, like I said, it, it's just awesome. Um, we followed that up. We had multiple episodes about the our favorite podcast, Rage Rage, um, who haven't put an episode out in a while. I think they've hung up the hung up the headphones. I guess at this point, but we had a whole episode based upon one of their episodes and then we did our own spin on their episode on our show hey well we're gonna let you introduce the show again because that was hilarious last time (laughs) did i especially because you get get everything wrong (laughs) it's the the fast fret and uh oh uh, yes we we must do it like that (laughs) from glasgow um it's uh sean geek in the fast fret uh podcast and i'm giuseppe and uh, I can't you're remember. N- are you Niven? You're Niven. Niven. It's Niven. We're not uh, trying to to make fun. We're actually making fun of ourselves here. No, because we can't do an accent to save our lives. So yeah. you don't. Now I'm going into my fucking German. <laughs> I don't. I I don't have a Scooby. <laughs> oh which, which, which means I don't have a clue. Is that what it? <laughs> I think. <laughs> is that a, is that a thing? Yeah, a porcupine. Means uh, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. We're, we're just we're just fooling around here. How's that for metaing your meta? The, that was a that was a fun one for me. Like that was that was awesome. Like, I I love those guys. Again, if you haven't heard the rage the rage rage podcast, they're a podcast out of Scotland. Totally check it out. Um. I mean, I could. There's, there's so many. There's so like we had so much fun. And apparently, yeah, I guess we did the top episodes of 2022. We did an episode on that. So, but let's get into the list here. What were the top ten episodes of the year? I'm going to start at ten, just so there's anticipation. 
Okay, number 10. I would have ranked this one higher. In fact, this was one of my favorite episodes of the year uh, and probably closer to top five than a top 10 was episode 461, The Apollo Suns. One memory that comes to mind of that, I remember being like, I don't know, maybe it was like 20 or 21. I, it, was, it was in my first apartment having moved out and I set up my like stereo, my record player. And I, and I remember like, man, I, I remember like getting like, like, like pretty high uh, and uh, just lying down. And I was listening to the Doors album, um, Strange or um, Strange Days. Okay. Yeah. And I, I listened to that album a bunch, but for whatever reason, I never noticed the, the tr- uh, tr- tremolo effect that Jim Morrison's voice has mm-hmm. on Lost Little Girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, oh man, I've never noticed that before. And it's like, one, like, Things need some things need repeated listening. Absolutely, and there are just certain things that you miss when you're listening to it on shitty headphones or a laptop. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting. Just like these little these little nuanced things that come out when you listen in a nice environment with proper equipment, but also like give it the time uh, and and like you know the repeated potential like listens. Of, of it all to, to, to notice those little things that, you know, the producer, the artist puts in, into the mix. What a hectic time. I was, I, I, I found out about the Paul, the Apollo sons on, um, on which police radio listened to it, loved it, dug it, liked everything about it. Contacted Sam. Next thing, you know, I'm talking to Ed, and Ed's going to come on our show to talk to us. I did a deep dive and just listened to Apollo Suns nonstop, found a whole bunch of live performances. In fact, there was one night I spent three hours on YouTube just watching their stuff. And we did the episode. We released it the night of their uh, return to Winnipeg on, on from their tour, um, touring their new album, Departures, which is just phenomenal. Um Anyway, we um, we had Ed on the show, who's the band leader of the of the, of the Apollo Suns. <laughs> yeah, the Apollo Suns. Yeah, not Apollo Suns, but the Apollo Suns, because there is a band called the uh, called Apollo Sun, and they don't hold a candle to Winnipeg's own Apollo Suns. Just saying, just putting it out there. I know some of you like Apollo Sun, but no, sorry, Apollo Suns is where it's at. Um, anyway, so I, I got, I was lucky enough to see them for the first time and blown away, bought the album. It, it, it's, it's so choice. It's so good. Um, and please go check out the band. They're just absolutely phenomenal. Um, and again, that's episode 461. You go to Sean do a search, put in 461. Apollo Suns comes out. We spun a couple of tracks off the album. If you're not really sure if you want to deep dive into them or not, but Ed's like one of the best entertainers and gentlemen in the music industry period um the next album this is definitely a top five for me i I did a couple of episodes back to back there were solos of myself there was like you know kind of filling in gaps between todd's todd's shows and and us trying to get our schedules and i would do these solo episodes like i'm doing right now um where i just kind of hey this is some music i listened to and we started in 2023 calling these episodes breaking and there were episodes where they're they're 
you know, bands that, that broke the mold, bands that forever changed how I listen to music. Um, and uh, this was one of those episodes, and this is where I, I took a walk down memory lane and uh, recollected uh, Kick FM, which was the, um, the Red River radio station, Red River College radio station, which was easily the best radio station I've ever listened to. Nothing's come close to it. Um, the music, I mean, I, I, I listened to it nonstop all day long. Um, discovered so much music. So in this episode, and I, please go listen to it. This is episode 451. Go listen. There's some music on here that if you haven't heard every single song on this episode, you need to go find every single song on your streaming services. Ideally, go buy it. Always go buy it. Uh, a lot of stuff you can find on Bandcamp. But there's, there was some stuff from Winnipeg on there. Um, of note, like the uh, the details, Quincy, uh, Amy Thiessen, I believe, is from Winnipeg. Uh, the band Y, um, Nicole Bilo uh, from Winnipeg, Leaderhouse. Yeah, it was mostly Winnipeg except for a couple of bands, which included the Airborne Toxic event and uh, 15. All phenomenal. And honestly, like... I've, I mean, I don't go back and listen to the show all the time, but I do go back and listen to this one because, um, I don't know, really hit the nail on the head. There was a station called Kick FM, which was the Red River College radio station. And through that station, I was discovering a shit ton of music at that point in time. So I'm going to run through a few tracks that I've listened to and found thanks to Kick. Here is um, a song that I really really like uh it's from a local band local winnipeg band called the details and they had a song called the original mark and part of the reason i like this song was um one of my best friends is named mark and i thought this was kind of funny so um i'm gonna play the song for a little bit and i'll give you a little bit of information on them when we get Strips 
Jason Pacek. Uh, it was just, he just released his book, his first book. Uh, was put in touch with his uh, with a publisher, and uh, with the publisher being Ravenstone Press. We had him on the show. We talked writing. It was very very fun. Uh, on that episode, we had Karen, the real Karen B, uh, on the show, and we, we talked to Jason. And he was a he was a gentleman. He was great. Uh, he, he broke down some of the. Uh, some of the walls and some of the, you know, the curtains behind the publishing world, which um, a lot of writers don't. They just kind of, they, they don't really get down to the nitty gritty of it, which was which was just awesome. That was a great episode. That was 462. Um, and I struggled to find an agent that would take a chance on the story that I had. And... So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go direct to some publishers. And I went to a bunch of different publishers around the world, some big, some small. And I was kind of thinking like, all right, I don't know if this idea is going to work. And I was ready to like, I wasn't ready to like fully scrap it, but I was ready to let a different project. You know, just go self-publish or something, or, you know? Yeah, something like that. 
And then I got, you know, contacted by Turnstone. They said like, hey, we're interested in this idea that you have here. And they went through their process of, you know, their discussions on you know, how they take on. They're, they're a small indie publisher. They only publish mm-hmm. a few books a year. Um, and they took it away and talked about it and said, hey, we think there's something here. And we want to help you get to that idea and that, that finished product. And it was a really, it was kind of like the exact thing that I needed. And it was, I think to me, such an, a, it was such a, a vote of confidence from them. And I think, and it's part of their ethos with, you know, building Canadian voices and particularly Manitoba mm-hmm. literature that they will take on somebody and be like, all right, we're going to work with you to help you grow as a writer. By the end of this process, we want you to be a better writer and be more confident in the work that you do. Uh, Number seven, Unlawful Carnage, which was also sported by the the logo that was designed for us for one, none other than Kevin Brown. And uh, the title of the episode, episode 450, which was because Todd and I screwed up the naming of uh, Van Halen's album, I believe, and that's how that popped up. So it doesn't matter if it is an actual album track from the Van Halen's For Unlawful Carnage album. <laughs> for, un- for, what, what? for Unlawful Carnage? What did I say, Carnage? <laughs> this is a Spider-Man comic. Or f- for Unlawful, for unlawful Carl- Carnal Knowledge. Yeah, there you go. Otherwise called fuck, right? Yeah. So we entitled the episode Unlawful Carnage. Um, wow, this is July 31st. We talked all about Shane O'Mac in this one. This was just before he had passed. Whew. Well worth a listen. Well worth a listen. Anytime anybody talks about Shane O'Mac, take a listen. Like so. Anyway, Shane's going through chemo and radiation right now. Oh. He's got uh, mouth cancer. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, but there would be no Sean Geek and Fast Fret without the Rump Hard reviews, which I auditioned for, and I I recorded a lot of stuff with Shane, and Shane and I became good close fast friends. And uh, so, shout out to Shane O. He is, uh, and my Seanorama nickname came from that show. There you go. That's yeah. where it all started. That's mm-hmm. where the spark came. Yeah. That's yeah. where this show came from, really. So, wow. um, but anyway, shout out to him. I'm going to, going to do a one-on-one with him next week. Hey everybody. What's going on? I'm Shane and I love games. And today I want to talk about a little game that's been around for a while. What a great dude. Um, we talk about my beginnings with Shane on Rumpire Reviews, and then uh, Todd and I shared some drinking stories, drinking stories related to Kraken Rum, and two times Todd and Sean probably should have held back that last drink. And you were actually singing like Van Halen songs. Now, we should have recorded that because I don't remember singing. Yeah. That, that would have been cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Then it, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't half bad. Yeah. So, yeah, and that was the last, first and last time I had Kraken. Yeah. Yeah. But we I, had, we had a good time from what I remember, so. Um, very, very, uh, interesting. We also talked about, um, streaming and making money on YouTube and those sorts of things and kind of breaking down our frustrations with, uh, those sorts of things. And I think this gets us down to six. 
Ah, sure. Six. I will provide the list. Don't worry. Um, number six, episode 455, released June 26th. The brilliance of Kevin Brown. Yes, I know. It's meant to be uh, uh, not a metaphor, <laughs> a metaphor or a euphemism or one of those fancy words. Um, we had Kevin on for the first time. Um, met him through And the Podcast Will Rock. And uh, he's one of the most enter- entertaining podcasters out there. He hosts, uh, I think, 72 different podcasts. I'm kidding, but maybe I'm not. Um, really, really good podcaster. Really entertaining. Really funny. He's got a lot of great sound bites on his shows. Damn, I, should, I could have done that. But I actually ended up, it's funny because I got a, a please don't do that from the Petty Estates about merchandise for the podcast. Because the, the merch is a logo, and I got permission from the guy who painted the artwork to use it for the logo for the podcast. Uh, but I had that as that one. And the, but the Petty Estate, I, someone through the fan club uh, kind of organized manager said, yeah, they'd rather you didn't use Tom's name. Or I was like, well, yeah, no, okay, that's fine. But it's like, holy shit, like when you do this uh, tiny little indie podcast thing, and then someone from the band yeah. says, don't do that. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's all right. Okay, no, I won't. So, Can yeah. you abbreviate it? Just put like TP. I switched it up to um, it's it's, it's, it's eight ninety it's eight ninety eight now eight ninety eight rock and roll because eight ninety eight was the well like, we're getting into Tom Petty which was not not the point but in That's when they right. released the when they released the Hard Promises the record label wanted to apply superstar pricing to it because obviously they're coming off the back of Damn the Torpedoes that's a huge album they know they can cash in on Petty right but Tom Petty's like no you're not doing that like it's going to price people out we're not doing that so of course um, he did the lab- of course he did MC- yeah of course and MCA said well you know, we're going to, we're going to fight you on this. And he said, okay, well then if you do that, then I'm going to call the record either 898 or don't buy this record. Like there's all these things, he had these ideas he had to say to get the message across that you shouldn't buy this record. So, and he ended up winning, right? So they, they kind of backed down. And, but of course then after that, a year or two after that, everyone's album price went up and, and that's continued to do so ever since. So. And anyway, all around great guy. Uh, go check out Kevin Brown on uh seaside pod review, which is a queen podcast review, Tom Petty project, and, um, oh my God, uh, classic album clash, I believe is what it's called. Anyway, awesome dude. Um, and, uh, we even played one of his own songs cause Hey, guess what? He plays music too. When you're staring out of your window, tell me what you see. Do you see him driving away to be where you'd rather be? When the kids are crying for daddy. Is away. Do you ask yourself why you're so lonely? Why the hell you stay? He's got the morals of a tomcat woman, so what are you gonna do? He's no good for you. through 
five here. Breaking the House of Leader. Leaderhouse. Uh, this was another breaking episode where we break down the band Leaderhouse, play a bunch of tracks from them, kind of give you some background on who they are, what they did, and uh, how freaking great they are. Leaderhouse is my most listened to album of all time, despite all the Kiss I've listened to back in the day, all the Beatles, all the ABBA, all the uh, Soundgarden, all the Pixies. is easily the band I've listened to the most. Um, phenomenal uh, breakdown. And that's episode 465. Go check it out, guys. I don't know what number are we at number four 
episode 416, we ensure we drew no rust on Mino. Yes, Mino Pelusi from the show um, The Voyagers, but also from uh, Last in Line by Ronnie James Dio, played the lead character in that music video. We talked all about him, what he's doing, where is he at, what's going on. And then we also talked about that whole crazy incident with Alec Baldwin killing someone on set. Um, it was a fun episode. We we really dug deep on insurance claims and movie sets and all those sorts of things. And man, and then we talked a whole thing about child actors, um, you know, from Mina Pelusi again to Drew Barrymore and, and you know, all, all that stuff. And then uh, a nice walk down uh, memory lane with the uh, 1970s toys. <laughs> Okay, I guess that's enough. Oh my god, I got goosebumps. I remember that song. You remember? <laughs> I remember the video and the song. Yeah, isn't that song oh, great? Oh. I might have to take my uh, my axe out later and play that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you you have this dirty thought in your head and you're like, I'm just gonna pull up my axe later. <laughs> <laughs> so that was yeah. Mino Pelusi, who was on that show Voyagers with John Eric Hexum. Okay. He was cut. He was like another kid that could have been like the next, like Corey Feldman, or you know, he was the the it kid at the time. Oh, I hope he didn't end up in the same way as as the kid actors were. I don't know. I'm I'm afraid discarded. I'm gonna look it up, and we might do a whole episode of Mina Pelusi. We'll see. I mean, he stopped working. Eighty-five. Yep, stopped working eighty-five. Looks like. Yeah, child actors got a raw deal. I mean, after they were done with him, it's like, eh. But now he is a professional photographer, and he has shot covers for major recording artists and ad campaigns for national brands. He's assisted by his wife, wife by his Great. wife. Great. I'm glad he was able to continue oh. on. I like that, actually. Good for you, dude. Yeah. He's my new hero. There we go. Me no... Pelusi, American photographer. Oh, he's not even listed as an actor. If you look him up, he's listed only as a photographer. Right. Wow, that's cool. That is so cool. That is so cool. Good for him. Wait, he also played Alex in Wonder in 2001. Huh. Yeah, his last role was in Remington Steel in 1984. He played... One Remington Steel. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that name in a while. I used to love that show, man. Yeah, he also did like one episode of the A Team, one episode of the Jeffersons. He played Billy. Bad News Bears. He was in the Bad News Bears. I could see that yeah. TV show. Oh, in the actual show, the not TV the movie. Show, not the movie. Yeah, the Amityville Horror. Oh, what did he do in that movie? I I don't think he was. uh Oh, he was also in an episode of The Incredible Hulk. Actually, I remember that episode. And Kojak, Starsky and Hutch in 77. Oh, my God. How old is he now? 77? What is he, like in his 50s, 60s now? Yep. Born February 1970. Wow. He's from, he was born in Amsterdam. Does he still have his curly hair? Yep. You have a curly hair? Oh, picture, uh, yeah. Picture, a current picture. 
hang on i'll share my screen here you get the a and b picture <laughs> you know what like he's my new hero yeah we could almost we could almost do episodes with uh lost actors that you don't hear from anymore look at this guy hey it's tommy chong <laughs> <laughs> my new hero yeah he's right on our show he's now you know this is now called the uh me and me no uh, <laughs> me and Bino and a side of Bino. I think this is three, three, two, one. Yes, episode the third most downloaded episode of the year, with one point nine percent of the downloads for the entire year, or for for the entire catalog, I should say. Episode four forty three, Deadpool and the X Men and the ninth edit on Morbius, released June twelfth. Karen B and myself, we talked all about Morbius all about Sony Spider-Man and everything happening on the spider side of the Marvel universe and what the hell is going on with Deadpool, what we think we can expect, all that sort of stuff. Again, any episode with Karen is an episode for you. Go check it out. Yeah. And I get it. No, no, not everyone's perfect at writing, but, um, just seems like an odd choice when let's say you have like maybe a four hour material, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that makes sense. Chop into two, two episode specials, done. Rather than how about let's make six episodes out of this and uh, not have anything in between. Yeah, you guys got any ideas for like a filler episode? What, what do you what do you think? What, what, what can we do? Let's go to a pleasure planet, and uh, yeah, we'll have Jack yeah. Black and uh, and uh, who's uh, who, who, who's 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 popular right now? Yeah, who's popular? this person? Yes. Lady Gaga, no, no, Lady Gaga's two years ago. We need to find somebody a bit more recent. <laughs> like, you know, it's just filling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how it that's how that's how it felt like. Um I don't know. Yeah. And then there's like there I can't remember uh I can't think uh the Justice League, Snyder Cut. Yeah. Why is this movie too long? <laughs> you know, yeah. chop this up, you know. Yeah, th- yeah, there's moments where okay, that four hours because it worked at was did it work out of four hours, like the Snyder Cut? Is that what it was? Yeah, it felt too long. I mean, the the Snyder Cut did feel a much more complete movie. Yes. Because what was shown in the theaters was like was someone else edited that and, you know, the order has been. So it didn't make sense. The Snyder Cut for sure made it more cohesive and made it more a fuller, make it make sense. Yeah. It's like, you know, those extended cuts, right? Like, you know, their editing choices are kind of interesting at times because it takes away from the scene. It makes the scene confusing do you like the extended cuts of lord of the rings yes <laughs> okay do you watch the original cut ever yes i've watched the original cut because that this is what my parents had on dvd okay but if you had the choice like you've got both dvd or blu-ray sets or, or whatever in front of you which one are you going to pick to watch every time i always watch the extended cut actually yeah, we invest in the extended cut yeah, same just here. because um for had, that story specifically, it's just too long, of, and it's yeah. so a rich world. Um, like re, I, I haven't finished reading the book because it's just so rich, yeah. and uh, the world is so vast. And so, um, I thought the extended cut was a good summary of that. Yeah. Sure. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Number two, the metal shop. The first episode was released April 14th. Seven episodes have been released thus far. What 
uh, this shouldn't work. It shouldn't be funny. It shouldn't be great. But I thoroughly enjoy doing this. Uh, I look forward to Metal Shop episodes because I never know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, they, we Albuquerque on that episode just as much as we do on anything else. Mm. Say, you know, I knew I should have made a left turn at Albuquerque. But holy shit, uh, bringing Alex in was a was. I mean, it's like when Carrie, Karen came to the show. It was like, oh my god, uh, reignited me. Um, I was, you know, and because of Alex and because of Karen and. Even Todd and I, our shows are even better than they were before, I think. But uh, this is the premiere episode. We we hit on a lot of the um, the um, the the key points to this fictional tale of two workers that work in a metal shop and never seem to be able to leave. We're gonna be working. Um, I don't know. We, we got a whole bunch of like steel. We got to get out of here today. But um, the only way to sling steel is to play steel. And to play steel, I mean play metal. Oh yeah! If awesome. you uh, can't, if you can't hear when you're done listening to it, then you're uh, not listening to anything good. That's, that's all I can say. That's right. Because when you work in a metal shop, you're not listening to Madonna. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're listening. Yeah. You, you gotta you gotta live the culture of metal. Yeah. Go yeah. big or go home, right? That's right. So that's why our uniforms are all with spiked leather and chaps and all that. You know? <laughs> Hopefully not the assless jobs. No, no, it's that's a that's a safety violation. You gotta have you gotta have the ass on it, or we're gonna. The last gonna time get... I, I was gonna say the last time I wore them to work, I got I got singed. I was going by the laser, and then the, the hairs on my rear end got singed off. I mean, it's good. It's a good way to wax, you know. That's yeah. It's just do you, do you take a risk when you do that? But you know, it is what it is. It is what no it complaint. Is. No complaints here, man. So uh, did you bring your did you bring your USB drive in? We'll just plug it into this computer, and I got my computer hooked up to the subwoofer here. You got something that you want to you want to put on first? All right, I'm going to open up my computer here and plug the USB in.
that was totally out of left field, but that that's good because we listen to all kinds of metal. Sometimes you have uh, aluminum, sometimes you have steel. Some you know, sometimes it's just pure ingot. Yeah, pure pure kinds ingot. of metal out there, right out of the vein, right out of the vein. No, it was that uh, was done well. It was kind of like like you said, kind of it kind of embraced. I guess cheese is kind of a good word for it. Like it's not a not a bad thing. Like, like uh, a brie than a than a like a Velveeta. Yeah, like a like a not a smoked gouda, but a uh like a like a sharp cheddar. We'll call a it. sharp. Yes, sharp. Yes, yeah, sharp cheddar. Sharp is very metal because there's sharp edges on metal. Like that's oh, yeah. sharp cheddar. There we go. I can't tell you how many times I've almost put my eye out with a piece of cheese. Yeah, that was a that was a good that was a lot of fun uh, there. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go home and uh, hop on my 10 speed and head home. Um, uh, thanks for coming to work today. Uh, hopefully you can come back tomorrow. I know you're only on temp, um, yeah. but uh, maybe you can come back. It would be kind of nice. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see what the boss says. Yeah. Awesome.
don't worry, the storyline is going somewhere. But this is improvisational storytelling uh, as done by Alex uh, and myself. And we actually see the evolution of Alex, the temp, becoming Rory employee. Um, but this is episode number one, which was uh, 4.30, released in April. Fucking genius episode. And the number one episode, what do you think would it would be? We've had some phenomenal guests. And sometimes we, we get a guest on, everyone's like, oh my God, that guest on the show, that's easily was the most downloaded episode of the year. No, it rarely, it rarely goes uh, that way. Um, but that's a good thing because our number one episode of the year, I'm glad it's number one because these guys are phenomenal. Pure Entry, episode 432, released April 24th, 2023. Um, found out that my buddy Dave, who used to front the band, Awaiting the Answer, started his own band called Pure Entry. He's playing guitar. He's singing on it. He's got a guy I know uh, rapping on it. Um, bass player is so fucking solid. Um, drumming, phenomenal. Great band. Absolutely great band. Um, and to see Dave out there doing it again, thriving, playing lots of shows, doing music videos. It's like I'm, I'm so happy for Dave. And uh, so happy that him and Brian uh, hooked up and... And, and all the other guys in the band, like everybody's great, man. Um, but we taught, we, we learned the term uh, gas, which uh, my brother has, it has a problem with. And uh, members of the band also have a problem with. <laughs> it's also known as gear acquisition syndrome. Um, I don't know. It's such a great episode. And you know what? Congratulations, guys, on being the most downloaded episode of our show for the entire fucking year. McDonald's coffee is definitely uh, pretty decent. McDonald's has stepped up their game big time. Their coffee game, anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's and the it, only game they stepped up was coffee. <laughs> <laughs> or what? I don't know. My my buddy at work was eating a, one of those chicken uh, Big Macs the other day. And I was like, Ooh. no, man. No. no that <laughs> sounds awful. I can't that's... get behind that. And the, and the chicken patty itself looked like a fillet of fish. It was like square, and like it wasn't. It didn't look like a chicken shaped patty, man. I was a like, that is highly patty. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be shaped like, like a chicken. But it's supposed to be shaped like a fillet of fish. <laughs> they use the same stamp. They just save money that way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you're getting fish from McDonald's, then you got you got other. Uh, issues your life choices are not lining up anyway we get every we get everybody here so is this so you guys are called pure entry uh, as, yes. as opposed to the unpure entry which is the other band uh that plays in the punk scene there um exactly what, That's what do you called guys rough outry rough <laughs> <laughs> yeah darren is the norseman your norseman yeah, pure <laughs> Norseman. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and uh, what about you, Dave? What, what do you? What do you? I know what you do, but you tell tell the audience what you do. Uh, well, I'm vocals, uh, the the singing side of the vocals, and uh, guitar. And my uh, my persona is the Red Rhino. <laughs> nice. Oh, but my favorite is Alex. 
the merman yeah. merman drums <laughs> the merman on the, drums. the crowd yeah <laughs> he does the double kick with his flippers yeah <laughs> talks the fish <laughs> good on you good on you and i can't wait to ha- have you back on you guys have a, an album coming out right away i'm gonna try to somehow squeeze you in somewhere so we can get this shit done just absolutely just super stoked for you guys but anyway those are episodes for the year the tops i know there was a request to find out with the most downloaded episodes by some random country that downloads our show i want to do that i really do however the way the demographics work i can't do that i can't our demographics what am i i don't even know what i'm talking about um Basically, I cannot view episodes by region. So I don't know what to tell you. That's kind of depressing. <clears throat> All right, so let's, you know, what, I'm going to, but I'm going to do you one good. I'm going to, I'm going to try to make, make this up to people. So we're going to go to our Captivate site. We are going to go to our episodes. And I can look at the analytics. And I said 411 was the first episode, correct? So if I go here, I'm going to see if we can find out. Look at the, uh, the stats. Oh, I went too far. January... Here we go. Let's just see. I'm just curious now. I can look at the episode analytics to 411, which is the first episode of the year. And is it going to give me a breakdown? Listener behavior. Let's see. I cannot look. Wow, it's not working. Oh, date range. I have to have the whole year. All right, we can do this. We can do this. All right. We had um, but the majority in the United States, which is interesting. Some in the, yeah, so, you know, so Canada was number one, United States number two, and then we had some Singapore and Slovakia. But I don't think these episodes generally um, do super well. So let's just, I'm, I'm just curious now. Oh, yeah, we also had the episode 456, 2017, Indie Week 2017, which was the one that we participated in. Um, Let's see if I can uh, adjust my analytics here. Listener behavior. I'm going to put all time on here, and let's see if we can see where this did well. Again. Oh, Hong Kong and Germany were in the running. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Well, what else can we look at? Let's see. Uh, ABBA's, so we had a whole episode on ABBA's Super Trooper album. And that one... Let's see what that looks like. 
date range, all time. And what do we find here? Argentina and Hong Kong were the two weird countries on there. Not weird, but... Oh. Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Let's see if we can find one of these top ones. Here we go, the Apollo Suns. Let's see, Apollo Suns, how did that do? This is probably boring, but I don't care. I'm doing it anyway. It's my show. I can do what I want. Don't let anybody tell you different. Your show is your show. Uh, all time. Because honestly, this is like, it might even be better than top five. Germany and Hong Kong again. You get a few listens in Germany and Hong Kong quite frequently. So let's just uh, take another look here. Analytics for the year. Do, do, do. Summary. Uh, does it really tell me? Legacy, logistics, love, blood, behavior. Here we go. For the year. Can I do this? Yeah, let's do this. All right. <clears throat> I got a way to do this. Bear with me, guys. Date range. We're going to do custom. We're going to say January 2023. January 1st. And then we're going to say December 31st. Damn it. It always does that. January 1st. December 31st. December 31st. There we go. So let's look at our listeners for the year here. 42%. Now, now this is interesting numbers. 42%. 42 um, 42.8% was from the United States of our listens. 417 was Canada. But India... Um, a lot of downloads in India, in Germany. So all the remaining uh, fall in this area. So India is huge for us. Germany, Hong Kong, Hong Kong tied with the United Kingdom, Singapore, and France. Oh, that's just page one. China, Uganda, in this order. China, Uganda, Brazil, Netherlands, Taiwan, Kenya, Russia, Portugal. Wow, I thought Portugal would have better numbers. Followed by Slovakia, Argentina, Australia, Israel, Italy, Norway, Sweden, and Costa Rica. Wow, we have even more. Denmark, Ecuador. And wow. Okay, so uh, global phenomenon, Sean Geek Fast Podcast. Maybe. Maybe. That's pretty pretty good. Not bad numbers. Um, I'd like to get our numbers higher, but I think... Our show is so diverse, like so all over the place in terms of content and what we talk about that I think, I don't know, just bizarre. Our show is very bizarre. But anyway, I want to thank you guys for listening to our show. I really appreciate it. Um, what can we, what, 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 let's go, let's play something. Here we go. I'm going to play something for you 
gonna play uh, a salty bear song how about that how does that sound to you
thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. And bye. Have a good day. Hey, gang. Sean Geek here. And Fast Fret. And we have two storefronts. If you are a T Public fan, you can browse our inventory over at T Public, which is tpublic.com forward slash Sean Geek Podcast. Or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek Podcast. You can get anything from either storefront from t shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds. We're talking masks, notebooks, mugs, pillows, totes, tapestries. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Everything's there. <laughs> Just go to those addresses. Also, check the show notes and help support the show. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.